the Ben Coley Podcast. Welcome back, people. How's it going? And this is the first podcast that I've done in a while, actually, where I haven't done songs for isolation. We're no longer in isolation. I know that things are still like a little bit, you know, a little bit up in the air, but I feel like lockdown's kind of eased up a lot now. And, you know, our way of life is starting to get back to normal. I've been to the pub a few times. That's been really bloody enjoyable, have to be honest. Um, And yeah, I'm starting starting to see more friends and stuff. I'm just starting to ease up a little bit now. I'm actually off to Cyprus in about two and a bit weeks now uh, for my job with BFBS, the Forces Station. So I'm going to go and present in Cyprus. What's going to happen to the podcast, I hear you asking? It's going to carry on. It's going to carry on. Maybe a bit of a delay with a couple of episodes just because I'm going to be really busy out there setting up shop, um, living in the military base on that RAF Aquateria. So it's all going to be a bit of a weird culture shock and... It's going to be quite a different way of living for me. Certainly, it's going to be a bit of a shock to the system after being sat at home for four and a bit months. But it's going to be really nice to just do something a little bit different for a while and get presenting again and just get the ball rolling again, kind of switch up the pace of life for a little while. But anyway, I've got loads of great bands to show you today. I say great bands, great artists. There's only one band that I'm featuring today. So yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing these guys with you. So if you've never listened to this podcast before, essentially I'm chatting to you about my favourite new unsigned artists at the minute. I do a little scout around and I cherry pick some of my favourites. Uh, so this is essentially my commentary on the latest music news, my favourite song of the week and my favourite album of the week as well, or my favourite song and album of the moment. So it's essentially a snapshot of the past week or so in music. And if you like me, and you're just a fan of music in general. You love all sorts of artists and you don't tend to sit in one genre. You like to just scout around different genres. Then consider this a quick pit stop where you can kind of get familiar with some different sounds and populate your playlist with things that are a little bit different, perhaps. A little bit before I start, any artist suggestions or questions you've got for future episodes, please hit me up on my socials, which is at BenColey97 on Twitter, underscore BenColey on Instagram, or the Coley Podcast at gmail.com. In terms of copyright, all of the unsigned artists have been contacted by me. I have asked for their permission and they've given me their full permission to use their music. There's no third party involved or anything like that, so we're all hunky-dory on that front. And for any links to any of the artist's music, you can find that in the description. I've done some of the heavy lifting for you, so you can literally just find a song you love, go and download it straight away and go and show some artists some love. Also, shout out to my friends this episode's the good people over IndieCentralMusic.com. Uh, so you can be at the forefront of discovering new music with IndieCentralMusic.com. You can find some of the best alternative indie talent around at the moment they do amazing insightful interviews they do really in-depth reviews guys that really know what they're talking about so you can trust what they're saying and they do they put together specially curated spotify playlists as well which are fantastic i really love what indie central music are doing i used to write for them way back about four years ago now and they're just so professional i love what they stand for It's a great site to go and check out. So follow them on Facebook as well and Instagram and Twitter. All of them. Just search Indie Central Music. Okay, we're in. We're in. We're in. Uh, First band that I'm featuring today. 
are really cool. I really like these guys. They've got, um, they've got, I, I say they've got a lot of potential. I feel like they're already fulfilling their potential, but it just seems like they're so early in their careers. So they've got so much further to go as well. They're called Panic Shack. And you're going to hear a track called Jiu-Jitsu. See what they did there? Quite like that. So you're going to be hearing from Sarah Harvey on vocals, Meg Fretwell on guitar and backing vocals, Romy Lawrence on guitar and backing vocals, M. Smith on bass and David Bassey on drums. They're a five-piece punk rock band from Cardiff over in Wales. That's the worst accent I've ever done, ever. Anyway, uh, they're characterised by, I'd say they're very upfront and attitude-laden vocals from vocalist Sarah Harvey, but then they've got some really crunchy guitar chords in there. What you're about to hear is just very simple, upfront, honest rock and roll, and sometimes we all need a little bit of that in our lives, but these guys make a lot of noise. So they've been posting a load of videos online at the moment of what they've been up to, and it seems that these guys have been having a lot of fun. They've been writing in the studio, messing around in lockdown together and it just looks like they're itching to get back out on the road as well and do some live performances and that online energy that you see just these five friends larking about messing around they bring that onto the record but in the best possible way it's still professional but they've just got this real fun breezy attitude about them that i really like so jujitsu is their second ever single um and it's been out for several weeks, probably like eight or nine weeks now. So Panic Shack are going to talk you through a little bit more of this song, some of the writing inspiration behind it and so on. But something that really jumped out at me when I listened to this first time round was that some of the members were still learning their instruments whilst this song was being recorded, which is crazy. I didn't realise they were at that kind of early stage of their like musical development. But the song doesn't sound like that at all. Hey Ben, this is Panic Shack and this is our track Jiu Jitsu. So this was actually our first song that we ever wrote, I believe. We that just came quite naturally on a night out, our first ever kind of band meeting slash uh, night out. And some guys kept trying to come on to us and send us drinks and all that and obviously we didn't want any of it um especially as we were you know trying to start a band trying to write some music and these guys just kept on so yeah it kind of came from that really um and it was also that Romy and Emily had been to a jiu-jitsu class um quite recently and yeah i think emily said uh, i'm gonna do jitsu and we all just found it really funny and thought right well this this is gonna be a song i guess it, we have some this was like as i said this is one of the first songs we ever wrote so we were very new to the songwriting process and just everything about it. Like this, the girls were still learning their instruments. Um, I was finding my my confidence, and we've got some yeah, really hilarious versions of this song, um, videoed and recorded on our phones, and they're just really slow, like really slow. So think of how fast this song is now. Imagine it like ten times slower and with just no oomph. 
Um, it's, it's really funny. Maybe we'll share it one day with the world. Who knows? This was the song that started Panic Shack. We were very committed straight away. We thought, all right, jiu-jitsu, uh, we're going to roll with this. We bought some uh, gis online. That's the suits. We're very... We very much know what a gi is now, but no one ever seems to know what a gi is. But um, yeah, the suits, so we ordered them in, and then we dyed them pink, of course. And then our, our second ever gig, we wore the whole gis. Um, yeah, we went in. So thanks so much to Panic Shack for chatting then. And what you just heard was so cool, wasn't it? It was kind of this great little bass line that comes in with a really warm tone to start it off. And then it's joined by a really roomy kit. It sounds quite lo-fi, the kit actually. It almost sounds like there's just two or three mics that they've just stuck up around the drum kit and just kind of cracked on and played. Um, and I love how David on the drums just keeps it kind of ticking over on the ride during the verses, but then it opens up more in the chorus. Uh, and then in comes this really gritty, grainy sounding guitar. And I love the simple effectiveness of the chord progression as well. It kind of reminds me of, I'd say it kind of reminds me of like early Kings of Leon. We're talking a heartshake, heartbreak era, youth and young manhood era, proper early noughties Kings of Leon. And I love the opening dialogue from Sarah and straight away it puts across this infectious energy but just real personality that this band have i love the like uh excuse me um, excuse me yeah just sit wherever mate Fine, sit there, whatever. i love all that it's so sassy but the sentiment behind what she's saying behind this tongue-in-cheek delivery actually rings very true and it's quite serious you know we all know those pervy blokes at bars that act in ways around females that they perhaps shouldn't you know they're they're being a bit leechy and you know they're just out trying to enjoy their night they're not looking for anything in particular but guys think that they can act like that it, it annoys me seeing other guys acting like that so I, I appreciate the sentiment behind what's being said anyway here's uh here's some more jujitsu bitch love those three slow accented chords dun 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 just kind of this big pregnant pause in the song it kind of comes this screeching halt only for sarah 
to just swagger in. Cause I fucking told you. I, ju I just think she's ace. As the lead singer of the band, I'm fully invested in what she's saying. I, I really like her energy. Uh, and then it goes straight back into it. And the chorus is so catchy. I do jujitsu. And then there's that great guitar solo at the end, just after the second chorus. It's pretty simple. It's just outlining the main notes of F sharp major and B minor. So it's like a nice little one four progression, quite bluesy progression. And the solo almost sounds quite dry and fuzzy. It hasn't got much reverb to it. It almost hasn't got much mid or low end to it. It's quite trebly. But again, that reminded me of some early alt rock from people like Kings of Leon or similar bands like The Velvet Underground or Pixies. So it's just a, a great upfront rock song sprinkled with loads of personality. It's instantly catchy, instantly infectious. And I love the conversational delivery of the vocals. It just kind of adds to this fun, punchy sound that Panic Shack are going for. And I think they're a really exciting band. And the fact that they're only two songs into their career is also equally exciting and I'm looking forward to seeing where they uh, to where they go and I, I may even feature them in the future hopefully if they release more great music like this so I really like this so go and check them out Panic Shack so this is a Midlands based singer-songwriter called Alex Ohm um, I don't even know how I stumbled across him really just kind of I, I did just stumble across him um, and I'm glad I did because he's got this real considered and sophisticated approach to his songwriting you can tell he really takes the time to craft his songs and decide what instrumentation is going to sound good and where and the delivery of the melody and how he is going to sing that melody he's making quite a name for himself around the midlands area as well he has opened for the likes of uh, the charlatans ocean color scene pete doherty wow that's insane uh, and his debut ep was called at first a drop then a flood and that was released in may 2017 and then since then he's been gigging in and around birmingham so he's played at likes of why not festival and he's also been writing a load as well so this is his latest track called hours which i think is a really good entry point into his music actually it's kind of a good sign poster as to what he does whereas before with panic shack you heard quite a rough around the edges production there were certainly some imperfections in there it wasn't all totally 100% perfect 
perfectly in time or anything like that, which added to the charm, don't get me wrong. With Alex Ohm, you're going to hear a very slick and polished production, which feeds into the style of what he's doing. It's a very different style to Panic Shack. It is this, I suppose, the songwriting first and foremost, but it is this beautiful, atmospheric production. Hey, everybody, this is Alex Ohm, and you're listening to my track, Hours, on the Ben Coley podcast. So, yeah, Hours was written a few years ago and captures a point in time where I found myself a little bit lost, you know, a little bit stumped as to where to go, who to talk to for advice. Um, you know, I think we've all been there at some point for whatever, for whatever reasons, really. And I wanted to write a song that, that spoke about that, um, a song that people could relate to and, and take something away from and make, and make their own, really. The track was recorded between Pirate Studios in London and the RML Studios in Wolverhampton. And that track, as well as another four tracks, are going to be part of an EP. And they're the first tracks that I recorded properly with with a, with a band. Um, usually I record with a producer and we build it up from the bottom and do other parts. But the, this music that we release at the moment, I feel personally that you know, it's a good display of what we do live and it's got the energy. So it was a really great experience to record with Han, who played bass, Steve on guitar and Sam at the time on drums. And we're looking forward to you know everybody hearing those tracks. Um, but ours was released in June and with the track we, we used it to raise money for the mental health charity Mind, which is an amazing charity that works with children through to adults, supporting them. If anybody wants to donate, head to my pages um, and you should find the Just Giving uh, link, so please donate anything you have, it all helps. So far with the, with the release, we've raised over £600 and it's, and it's going up, which is great and hopefully that money will benefit people that really need it. A massive thanks to Ben for having me on the on the show. Uh, it's really appreciated. Hope you enjoy. A simple twist I feel Has left me where I stand Open eyes and empty hands And I think as well, this track's kind of, it's a bit of a grower. When I first listened to it, I thought, yeah, that's, that's really good. You know, I'll probably feature that. But then I listened to it a couple of more times and it, it really grew on me. Um, I love the the opening guitar line that starts off the whole thing. It supports Alex's quite 
intimate vocals and there's a tiny little bit of reverb on his vocals as well which sounds really smooth and sounds again quite atmospheric and then when the drums eventually join in there's some nice addition of an acoustic guitar part and if you listen really closely through headphones which i hope you are because that's the best way to listen to alex home you can hear panned over to the right some chiming ringing out guitar chords quite high electric guitar chords and i think they've got a bit of a chorus on them as well so it adds to this beautiful swirling atmosphere that's going on there's no It's quite a direct style of songwriting. That's what I like. He's trimmed the fat. There's no extended instrumental sections and there's no unnecessary space in the song. The song gets to the point quite quickly, but I like that. And it's got some simple earworm melodies and a tendency for the chorus to kind of wash over you in this nice soothing wave. The chorus isn't too intrusive on the song. It doesn't just all of a sudden blow up and sound really bold and over the top. The chorus and the verse just kind of melds nicely into the next section. It just flows really nicely. Kind of reminds me in that style of Gaz Coombs or uh, Noel Gallagher, something like that. Anyway, here's the middle eight section um, and Alex switches it up a little bit. So he now starts to sing in falsetto a bit more. And I love the way that the band accents with him on the lyrics, why oh why. Also, listen out for some pretty kind of blissful harmonies that come in in the last chorus that give it that final lift some oohs and ahs and all that lovely soothing stuff returns at the end. Love it. Love it. Alex Ohm, 
is awesome. And I don't think his sound is reinventing the wheel. It's not like, I don't think he's carved this huge niche, but he's nailing a sound that's difficult to nail. An awful lot of singer-songwriters don't quite get that polished production and that slick production sounding quite as good, but Alex does. And also at the heart of everything he's doing, I think the songs are really cool, uh, in my opinion. So yeah, go and check out more of his stuff because he's got some other songs that are amazing as well. And the last artist that I'm going to feature today is Cheryl. Uh, she's a London-based alternative R&B artist, and she's she's only been around for sort of the past three or four years, really. But in this time, she's got quite a loyal fan base, and she's had national acclaim for her music as well. She's had a load of radio play, and she's been featured on Spotify's R&B UK playlist as well. So she's had a lot of exposure. And she's also pursuing other avenues. It's not just music that she does. She's uh, recently, I saw on Twitter, she launched her own her own online fashion eyewear store. She was there stunting all these cool glasses and shades. And I was loving it. It was pretty cool. That was called Oh So Shady. So go and show her new business some love on Twitter. That just shows me that she's, she's a hustler. You know, she works hard and she's got this real fun, creative vibe on her social media and that comes across in this song as well so this is her latest single called crushing and it's featuring an artist called lauren marshall and cheryl's going to tell you a little bit more about it but i find it really cool what she based this song off she based it off a pretty famous game hey ben i'm cheryl and this is my track crushing um the song really came together during the lockdown period it gave me and my producer, Duante Navir, a chance to, you know, deal with things over Zoom. Zoom was actually an amazing um, tool that we used to get this done, as well as Lauren obviously laying down her bits before and us really having the chance to perfect some things. It was really, the way the concept came about, sorry, I believe Lauren, she um, came up with the concept and when she came up with the concept of a crush, I wouldn't say it's been easy to write words to, but the words came easier to me than than previous writing experiences, so I can say that. Um, I think it's heavily influenced by Grand Theft Auto, the game. Um, <laughs> I have to put that in there, the game. I grew up playing that a lot. I'm an only child, so my PlayStation was my love, and I grew up just playing Grand Theft Auto. And I just always, I don't know, when I when I when we were making the song, I really wanted that G-Funk vibe. And that is just GTA in itself. Well, Vice City Stories and Vice City, that's what I grew up on, and San Andreas. So I always imagined what it would be like to, to you know, turn on the radio. I can't remember what it's called. Is it Fever 106? Fever or Fresh 106 something. Just turn on the radio after you've just done a mission and just hear this song come on the radio. I wanted a song that I could imagine. And it's crazy because so many people have actually said that first time to me. Like I haven't even had to say that that was where it came from. They automatically just say it, which is proper cool. Um, so yeah, the question, obviously an amazing song, amazing people on it. Duante Navib, absolutely amazing. Killed the production. And Lauren, she absolutely killed her verse. So... As I said, I'm, 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 thank you so much for, for taking the time to recognise me.
listen to that song, and certainly when you look at the artwork as well, it's no surprise that it's been inspired by Grand Theft Auto. I think that's such a cool source of inspiration because you never think of games as sources for inspiration for music, but games have their own worlds and have their own aesthetic themselves, and it's quite cool that she's taken inspiration from that. So I think where the inspiration comes from, I heard it straight away, was these radiant beams of Californian sunshine in the guitars. You've got these wah-wah guitars with some playful bass and some soft synth, and it took me straight to the to the chaotic streets of Los Santos or Los Angeles in Grand Theft Auto, so I loved that. And the beat comes in, the beat's quite up front, it kind of dominates the mix in a good way, it's quite funky, and vocally, I think Cheryl absolutely storms it. Um, it's these rich, multi-layered vocal arrangements with some harmonies in there. And in the background as well, you'll hear a few overdubs where she's just kind of riffing vocally over the main melody, which I think sounds really cool. And her voice is very bold and intimate, but it also sounds so smooth at the same time. It is a perfect R&B voice, actually, that kind of fits in really well with the instrumentation that's going on. Um, so yeah, here's Lauren Marshall's feature on the track. And Lauren has this very, what's the best way to describe it? Quite a nonchalant, carefree delivery. It's very, yeah, a very breezy delivery. But you feel immediately at ease when Lauren makes her entrance onto the track. And it fits the vibe of the song perfectly, I think. But the only thing that I wish was slightly different is Lauren is only on the track for such a small amount of time. She makes a very brief appearance. It's almost like a cameo role. Uh, so that's no disrespect to Lauren, of course, because, you know, it's a compliment, if anything. I think she's amazing, but I wish she was on it for a bit longer. I'm going to let the song play out a little bit more now. Um, it comes to a little break in the music where Cheryl displays her stunning voice with this line. There's a few echoes in there as well. Sounds quite cool. Um, I don't know. I just believe in what she's singing. When she's singing, it, she sings it with such authority and such passion that I believe her. Yeah, she's got a crush on someone. She is crushing on you all night long. I love that. Uh, instrumentally as well, listen out for a great little synth part that comes in. It's quite a high synth part and it's not really outlining any set melody. It's almost just kind of improvised. It reminds me of some of the sounds actually that Childish Gambino touches on in some of his more recent studio stuff. Oh, 
nice to hear an artist that sounds so confident in what is such a saturated and competitive genre. So long may this music continue from Cheryl. Go and check out her stuff. Love what she's doing. My song of the week, song of the moment, is Bring Me the Horizon, Parasite Eve. Oh, it's, 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 it's a little opus, this track, I feel. Bring Me the Horizon, they're mixing in metalcore with a lot of electronic sounds as well. But they do it so tastefully, and I would love to see so many other heavier bands doing that. I suppose Enter Shikari on some of their stuff, they're starting to do it. I'd love to see more bands doing this though, because metal just sometimes sounds quite samey. Oh, I think I feel like I've annoyed some metal heads. But it's following in from the style of Ludens, which was kind of their last official single that they released. So it's got these really dynamic vocals. You've got some whispers and then some guttural screams and some real savage screams in there. And there's these electronic sound effects that creep in and these weird, robotic, creepy, creepy vocals. There's some great hooks in there and these sludgy, ear-piercingly massive riffs. Tell you what, bring me the horizon, write some killer riffs. I mean, I always look back at bands like Audio Slave, Rage Against the Machine... Deftones, Muse as, as kind of providing some of the best riffs. But I'll tell you what, Bring Me The Horizon have a strong riff game, man. They sound great. Anyway, uh, if, I, if I've got a slight kind of qualm with this track, it's that the lyrics are a bit cheesy. Talking about sneezing, talking about parasites taking over, talking about washing your hands. It's borderline, it's borderline cringe. But because everything else going on around it is so awesome i i can see past it and also it is kind of subject matter talking about parasites and diseases it's subject matter that a metal band could get away with i think out of anyone a metal band such as bring me the horizon can get away with it if it was ed sheeran or marley cyrus doing it i'd throw up but not bring me the horizon anyway i love it so if you're a fan of heavier music if you're a fan of your metal or indeed if you're a fan of kind of uh, EDM as well, then check this out. It's really cool and it will spice up things a little bit for you at the minute. It's It definitely stands out. And my album of the week is 100% Heim. Women in Music Part 3. It's genuinely one of my favourite albums of the year so far, if not my favourite. It's bold, it's brilliant, it's daring. Danielle, Este and Alana, aka the Heim sisters, are just, they are, for me, absolutely on top of their game at the minute. And at the core of this record, you've got a real 70s sounding Fleetwood Mac vibe. But then the Heim sisters just touch on so many other different genres as well. They're, they're experimenting constantly throughout. You've got these Joni Mitchell folk style songs on there. You've got a bit of G-Funk creeping in. You've also got some pretty groovy 70s Led Zeppelin style progressions in there as well. It's just it's just banger after banger. They seem to be so much more focused as a band as well. I loved their first album, but Days Are Gone, their first album, had a few pitfalls for me. One of them being it almost wasn't sure what direction they wanted to go in with their music. 
and they weren't sure who was going to take centre stage vocally. But Danielle has really stepped up to the plate and she is their lead vocalist. And I'm so glad that they've made that decision because she's got such a fantastic voice. She writes some incredible melodies. And to be honest, all I'm really now just going to finish off with about this album is it's probably the best, some of the best songwriting I've heard all year. It's just fantastic songs that are just going to be stuck in your head and you just want to keep playing them all day, all day, all day. It's been pretty hard for me to kind of whittle down my top three off this album, um, but I've gone for The Steps, Gasoline and 3AM. I'll be interested to know what yours are. So listen to this if you want to find an album that's just going to stick with you, like glue. This will stick with you. I guarantee you'll be listening to it for a long, long time after you first heard it. And I think this album as well is going to be soundtracking a lot of moments to my life and hopefully it will for you as well. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you've got any suggestions for any unsigned artists that you know of, let me know in the comments or hit me up on my socials. And as always, I'll catch you next time. The Ben Coley Podcast.